As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures in Collecting, Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. We're back. Hello. Yes, we're back. I, uh, you just missed me yawning. <laughs> well, I, wouldn't... I was about to yawn into the microphone and I didn't. So I guess that's just as good as actually doing it. Yeah. Describing it. This is, you make for great radio, Dave. This is fantastic radio. <laughs> on today's episode. Um, so on today's episode, Dave, uh, we are going to do our news and hauls. Um, and then we're going to play. A round of name that toy, and then to close oh. it to close it on out, Dave. We're gonna we're gonna introduce a new segment uh, called "Wouldn't It Be Cool If," and we'll get a little bit into that towards the end of the show. But uh, before I stump you in name that toy, because I think I've got you this time, and it's my turn. I'm up four two, right? Yeah, I've had a, I've had a rough go, but I I oh. think all that means is I've gotten you once. Yeah. But I, I think I think I'm gonna get you this week. But we'll we'll see. We'll see when we see when we get to it. So um let's let's start it off with a little bit of the good old toy news. Um I think first and foremost the thing that we have to mention uh before anything else in the world of toy news is Toy Fair. So um New York Toy Fair, which was originally supposed to be in February and then due to the ongoing global pandemic was moved to may um has been officially canceled for 2021 um which is a big bummer i mean it's it's the obvious and safest choice for sure Um, it's not surprising but it's the right thing to do yeah i mean considering that right now the the javits center which would normally house toy fair is a um I believe they're they're administering COVID vaccines there. So, yeah, definitely not going to be the place where Toy Fair is held. And it's really the only place in New York with the capacity, um, you know, to do the show justice. So back bigger and better in 2022, hopefully. Uh, we'll, we'll be moving right along with the uh, the good old Toy Fair and seeing familiar faces and doing that craziness all over again. Yeah meeting people and 
in in person for the first time. Yeah, yeah, it's wild to think that we're coming up on like the anniversary of us wandering the halls of Toy Fair in in 2020. Um, yeah, this is wild, absolutely wild. Some of the cool news that's been going around: uh, McFarlane continues the ever ever uh, ever growing steady wave of new toys. <laughs> Um, yeah. for, for a company that I don't want to say has been in obscurity in the past few years, cause they've been producing toys, but not like this. I mean, they're just, it seems like every week they're, they're keeping up with the, the Hasbro's and Mattel's and spin masters of the world. And they're just announcing new wave after new wave. Um, I they, would say they've been a bit more prolific as they were in the past. Yes, that is, that is definitely the fair way to put it. Um, but they just announced today their wave two of the gold label collection. We've got a new um, spawn. If you're familiar with the way that he looks in Mortal Kombat 11, or if you're playing Mortal Kombat 11, it is it is simply just another one of the skins that's offered um, in the game. Then there is an all gold uh, Dark Knight's metal, uh, like Batman Flash, like evil Batman I don't, Flash. I thought that was Flashpoint, not metal. No, I think that's the... Um, I don't think it's I don't think it's reverse flash. I think it's that that Dark Knight's metal flash red 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 death. I think it's called. I, oh, is it's that all, metal? I. Yep. Yep. Okay. But that's all. It's all gold. And then there's a go, all uh, red and gold uh, Warhammer figure that was announced as part of that wave too. Just fully embracing the uh, the the good old. Uh, tactic of painting your figures gold um or or highlighting them in gold because <laughs> the right the red fury one or i keep saying red fury red death um that one is all gold right it's an all gold variant of the figure yeah it's just outright gold i think the uh insignia is like a lighter i don't want to say silver maybe a lighter gold some just some gold on gold action or yeah, there's he, some sort of like different finish to it. I mean, there it's one of those things where when, once you see I have yet to see one in person. I'm only going off of the pictures and the memories of seeing that old like wave one clown figure that was all gold. I mean, it, it is kind of a um, it's I mean, it's a piece. It's a piece for the collection in terms of like actual action figure use. I don't know, you know. I know what some people did with that that bronze Joker that came out, the bronze Arkham Joker. They actually posed it to make it look like, like in like a dio, made it like a statue of the Joker. It looks like um, Red Death has some silver accents or highlights to him. Like uh, the insignia is silver, the face mask, and some of the the leg accents. As far as I can tell from the photos. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're all sharp paint jobs. The the team over at McFarlane Toys they do it. They always do a great job with those. You know, whether or not it's your thing is the is the the, the question of the day. But um, I know for a fact that the those spawn figures they can't keep them in stock anywhere, regardless of paint variation or weapon variation or whatever they end up coming with. Um, it is. It has been uh, difficult to keep those in stock. Um, yeah, the spawn. The spawn looks cool. Yeah, 
Dave, how about some? Uh, do we have any wrestling news? Anything? Anything new in the wrestling world that we can talk about? Well, uh, ringside exclusive Ultimate Warrior from WrestleMania 12 was delayed till March, I believe. Oh, which is fine, you know. Uh, rather, you know, take the time to see it, do whatever they need to do for it, as opposed to rushing it out. So that's fine. Yep. I'd rather see it done uh, the right way. That's for sure. Yeah, and it, as far as I can still tell, it's still up for pre-order. No back order yet. And then uh, the other news was just as soon as we, as sure as we saw photos, um, we eventually, you know, got AEW Unrivaled Three. Yeah, Jer- Jeremy was not um, messing around. Kind of came out. They were there. They were. <laughs> like all of a sudden, they were up for pre-order, and then there they were. They were shipping. So that was pretty cool that they were there was that quick turnaround for them. Yeah, well, I mean, right, right. That was one of the things that Jeremy said. He said that uh, alongside wave two, wave three would be on its heels. And for for us, I mean, you got wave three before you got wave two. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll talk about that in halls. Um, I'm spend some time talking about them, I think. Yeah, for sure. I th- I think wasn't there I- I'm trying to find I'm scrolling through our Instagram feed here because I f- thought there was something else oh um Super Seven Dave had some some wrestling figure oh, news oh yeah um as you've recently seen them on Impact Wrestling and on AEW um Big LG Doc Gallows and um Carl Anderson are the latest Super Seven Ultimates for for wrestling um which is cool because it's been a little bit since there's been a uh, Gallows and Anderson Elite. I think they made elites when they first arrived, and then there hadn't been any. So it was good to see them get a new figure. Um, of course, these are are based off of the uh, their current incarnation in Impact slash AEW. Uh, spoiler alert: If you did not watch last week's AEW, and um, yeah, it's there. They look great as do all the ultimates thus far. Cool. Some cool, um, I'll say tooling for, for Gallows's beard. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. And of course they come with beers as, uh, as they are in their talking shop personas. And, uh, yeah, they're, those are going to be cool. So those are up for pre-order till, uh, mid February, I believe. Um, also, uh, coming, coming soon. Uh, and I will be pre-ordering those. I thought you did it already. You just you're holding out. Yeah, I mean it's. I'm waiting for the next credit card cycle. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, you know that's what it's about. That's the. But you know what? That's the thing that's awesome about the Super Seven um, pre-orders, right? And and I'm gonna use this to segue into a another piece of of toy news that I feel like we need to address because it's recently has bitten both of us. Um, but the 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 idea that you can post a pre-order and it's kind of like more of a made-to-order service. So you have an X amount of time to pre-order the thing before uh, it's it's like crowdfunding, but without the um, uh, consequence of not enough people buying it. Right. So as as long as you pre-order it before a date, you're guaranteed one, which is awesome. Like, I wish it was like that way for more toys instead of. Well, that's yeah. And I think, um, you know, um, Matt and Brian on the major pod um, said it best. The pre-order is the order. Yes. Yes. Whereas something that we've experienced recently and, you know, uh, unfortunate as it is, like 
there we don't have a Toys R Us or a KB Toys. You know, the, this is kind of the dead horse. You know, the, the stop it. He's already dead. But uh, unfortunately, ordering through some of these big box stores, you have problems. So whether it's you know wrestling figures that you've uh, order pre-ordered and have had canceled on you through Target and Walmart. Um, right, you lost all of the decade of domination wave two guys, for the exception of Kofi. Kofi, um, with the inability to pre- to re pre-order them uh, or purchase them at all, they've not even shown up. I don't think. Yeah, nor do I think they've shown up in stores yet either. So at least some people that pre-ordered got them before they've been in stores. Yeah. Question mark. And then, uh, you know, I'm experiencing some. A hassle with some Star Wars figures. So I had the the vintage collection, uh, Dinjarin and Grogu two pack, the little like deluxe vintage collection two pack. It is the only way um, that you can get uh, Din with the removable helmet, you know, to show the the Pedro Pascal likeness. And it is actually the first appearance, uh, the first release of of Grogu or, or the child as as it's still built on the on the card in the vintage collection. Um, is a store exclusive at Walmart. I had it, I've had it pre-ordered since October, and then yesterday, so we're recording this on the 12th, so on the 11th, a, a massive tidal wave of cancellation emails went out to people who had this thing pre-ordered, only to, with no announcement, um, reactivate the listing today, on the 12th, this morning, um, in stock and shipping. So had it not been for, you know, frankly, people like us and, you know, other members of the community who sat there and kind of near obsessively refreshed the page, hoping for, you know, a a miracle, um, there was no notification from anybody that the figure had come back in stock that was available. I ordered, uh, I ordered mine, um, and... I ordered it and it sh- it actually shipped producing a tracking number in about 20 minutes after I ordered it. So like mm. in stock, ready to go after they canceled what I can only imagine is thousands of orders of it. Um at, at the at, at least hundreds, but more likely thousands based on the 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 amount of reports that were coming in. Um and you know, on Target, I have the Vintage Collection Armor. I've had her pre-ordered for months, and I just keep hitting that button to, you know, accept the, you know, the delay, you know, accept the new shipping date. And I don't know if it's ever going to ship. I mean, I had to do that with the the one, um, Grogu Baby Yoda, the child pop, and it eventually shipped. Well, that's good um, that it. That's good that it eventually did. You know, uh, there was the issue with the Legends where that happened. And then it happened again for the next series. Um, you know, if you didn't find Decade of Domination Series 1, I'd probably still be waiting on those, potentially. Yeah. Um, I think it it's a unfortunate it-is-what-it-is type of situation. Um, You know, it's also one of those things where you, you, you just wish you'd hear about them showing up in a store. So that way it's like, OK, I can just go get it. Um, but, you know, it, it is it is the life we, we choose. <laughs> That's for sure. I mean, it, it definitely feels like a like a, you know, first world problem to be complaining about our toy pre-orders. 
but it is frustrating and you know hopefully there's you know the, the situation improves i would like to see companies embrace more of super 7's model you know with pre-ordering um hasbro's actually doing it right now with their uh uh gigawatt um transformer and delorean mashup uh figure it's currently available on hasbro pulse to pre-order they're basically leaving up the pre-order until february 15th um which is about a month from now um you have until then to pre-order it and once that's over that's it and they'll ship it to you uh looks like in august they're expecting it to ship but i really think for some of these more sought after things it's the way to go um you know especially for for characters and 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 wrestlers that are considered to be like lead or primary characters if you have to rely on something like a store exclusive you know make it at least so that it's a a pre-order you know kind of made to order situation and you know the amount of orders that you accept like sure people have to wait a bit a little bit longer to get it because it's not one of those things where it's like the toy's already been manufactured you know you're pre-ordering it knowing that you've made x amount you know People people will be happy, I think, to wait a little bit longer to get the product if they know that they're definitely going to get it. <laughs> like I mean, I, I feel like that's kind of what you see with, like, ringside exclusives, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean... More so if they come back in. That's a, that's a partner that understands, though, like... Like, you can tell that ringside collectibles is... I mean, it's it's in their name. They're they're a company that understands what their audience really wants. It's I think it's still difficult to get a company like Target or Walmart who are starting to you know baby steps, starting to embrace like the collector community more. You know, by having you know splash landing pages on their websites and building new sections in their stores and things like that. But at the end of the day, like they're also selling furniture and groceries and housewares and you know uh, garden tools and i mean every they're big they're a big box store they're they're a large retail location they don't have the intensity or probably even the bandwidth to dedicate the resources to making sure that they are serving a very what is ultimately a very niche community in the way that we expect to be treated and it's it's one of those things that you have to kind of consciously think about with this and until we get a de- another dedicated toy retailer um back in the united states i i think it, you know we just kind of have to make the best of what we can and i know that's not the answer that a lot of people want to hear and you know a lot of people are you know beating the proverbial dead horse you know on the topic but i i don't see it changing anytime soon yeah i mean not to mention you have those, you, you know, when you find something, it's like extra fun. Like I almost fell over when I found uh, Lightning from Big Trouble in Little China, the best action in the yeah. store. Like it's the first and only time I've seen one. Yeah. One. <laughs> Sing- singular one. Well, that's like uh, the, well, we'll talk, we'll talk about it in halls too, but the, the new Marvel Legends, the Spider-Verse from Marvel Legends, you know, actually seeing, you know, Spider-Gwen on the pegs you know and i had maddie with me too like we were both like oh like audible gasps that we saw her so um yeah uh 
one I have one more piece of news that I wanted to briefly touch on just because it is such a um a hot commodity right now. The uh the NECA Ninja Turtles. Um they have more figures coming officially coming to the the animated um Ninja Turtles collection. Um they announced today for for Turtle Tuesday, uh Rat King and Vernon will be in a two pack and Vernon comes with That's the cool. Vernon comes with the rat head, which is awesome. Um, and then earlier this week, they announced uh, solicits came out for uh, Mondo Gecko, Chrome Dome, which looks amazing, Muckman, uh, another just toyetic as anything figure, and then Genghis and Rasputin the Frogs are coming in a two pack. So um, there are a lot more of those iconic characters coming to that animated series line. And while it's not something that either of us collect, we both know a lot of people who do collect them. Um, they're gorgeous figures. Like they they really do um, recreate the animated series faithfully. I've heard nothing but good things about the, uh, the NECA turtles. And as I've, as you know, little I've seen just because that is a, a deep dive I uh, choose not to to partake in. Uh, even though I had all the, or a lot of the, the Playmates turtles when I was younger. Well, between between what Playmates is doing with the turtles, and again, we'll, we'll get to that in halls, but between what Playmates continues to do with the turtles, what NECA's doing with both the animated and the film turtles, and then what Super 7 is doing with their, the, they're like playmates recreations in the, in the ultimate form. It is, um, it is a great time to be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle collector. All right. So why don't you kick us off with halls? What's, what are some of the things it's been a while since we've had a regular, regular episode. So why don't, why don't you hit us um, with some highlights? What have you, what have you picked up? What did I get? Well, I got, um, what about the Royal Rumble? Did you get any of the Royal Rumble guys? I got stone cold. I found one. Um, I found, or actually on Amazon, I picked up uh, the Street Profits. So Angela Dawkins and Montez Ford, um, Bianca Belair. I love that Bianca Belair figure. Oh yeah, it's a great figure. They um, did a great job with it. The big, the big sunglasses and the braid. Um, and she can hold it like it's it's cool. Um, I got stunning Steve Austin, uh, and May Young. From ringside, <laughs> I love that there's finally a May Young figure. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Uh, definitely long overdue. Uh, she comes with the May Young Classic Trophy, which was named in her honor. Um, so that's pretty cool too. Um, who else did I get? I, I'm gonna wind up forgetting stuff. Um, well, why don't you just go into the uh, the the good old AEW? Okay, yeah, we could talk about uh, Series Three. So I got AEW Series 3, um, the Unrivaled Series 3 set from ringside. Um, so far, none of the, the chases have been found, or at least publicly found. Um, yeah, not that I've seen. They're either on their way or they're out there, or most likely they're on their way. Um, it's, a, it's a good series. Um, I think there have been people who have been... Um, there's been a lot of critique of these online, um, both positive and negative. It's gone both ways. Um, 
And, you know, when when we posted the opening of the box, it was just really more to open the box and show you what was there and see if uh, there were ringside did um, put in any chases or rares, which they've had a tendency to do lately. Um, you know, just to kind of get a initial first impression of them. Um, after looking at them and after seeing other unboxings and seeing what other people thought, I think there's been a lot of common threads or common um, critiques of them. Um, I think the Young Bucks in the typical Young Bucks gear is great. Um, was it a bit early for more Young Bucks figures? Maybe. But now you have like your regular Young Bucks in what their standard gear is, as opposed to the Elvis gear for the one time for double or nothing. Nick looks, Nick is really good. I think Nick looks just like Nick. Um, Matt, there's a, it's something about his face and I'm not sure what it is. I think Um, Matt Cardona mentioned it on, uh, on his quick, quick take on them from the major pod. He said he looked tired. Yeah. Like there's too much, of dark circles under his eyes. And I, I think, I think that's accurate. I think he does look, it, it definitely looks like him. Like, I don't think that the likeness is off. I just think that he, he looks tired. I think, <laughs> I think that's a fair, uh, fair yeah, assessment. Potentially a tad off on that. But I, I love um, how expressive they made them. Like they look, yeah, it's different. It's different head sculpts. It's brand new head sculpts. Yep. So, you know, and, you know, we're also looking at, yes, Jazzwares is a big company, but this is only Series 3. Like, there's going to be some bumps before the, as they work on it and try to get it perfect. And they've been vocal, too, about stuff that's been outside of necessarily their control. There's been factory issues. Obviously, getting things out during a pandemic is, you know, presents a challenge. And they're not as big. Like, yes, Jazzwares has been around for a while, but they're not as big as a Mattel or a Hasbro. And even those companies are struggling right now Mattel, to meet sometimes demand. They're, sometimes the Mattels are a little, a little not great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I sent you that picture that that one Eddie Guerrero I found that uh, his his face was printed about an an inch to the left. <laughs> yeah. Of, of where it should have been. Um, you know, it, it happens. And I, I, th- I think ultimately from the pictures that you sent, I think they look better than the samples that were that were photographed. I, I think the only one that's really like off off is Pac. Yeah, you said, who did you say he looked like? And I actually laughed out loud. I thought he looked like Canyon a little bit. Yes, um. Canyon. <laughs> I think I think you're right, though. I think it I think that one. I mean, it's a little off. The, the likeness is a little off. A little off. The one I was worried about from all of the initial pictures was Riho. And Riho looks um, way better than in the initial photo um, to the point where it actually kind of looks like Rio. Yeah. But uh, Rio was definitely the pleasant surprise. But the two and I, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, like, these are going to be tough to beat. Um, and are, you know, I'm going to do something different this year than what I did last year, which was I tried to figure it out at the end of the year. But I'm just going to put things on the list as I kind of see them um, Two potential figure of the year candidates. 
Really? Tell us, tell us what because I haven't seen these yet in person. You're, you're. This is, this is all you. What, what, what impressed you so much about, uh, about, about freshly squeezed? Um, so the hands go in the pockets. It works. Um, from everything I see, and I still haven't opened mine yet, but I, I will, I will once series two comes, which we'll talk about that too later, or we'll talk about that next time because I should be getting it tomorrow. Um. Those shipped from ringside. Um, But orange has. So they did something cool with the T-shirt where the T-shirt is Velcroed to the coat. So it's one piece or as he sometimes wears the the denim jacket without the shirt. You can also have him wear the denim jacket without the shirt. Um, He comes with the lazy thumbs up. He comes with the hands that go in the pockets. The sunglasses fit like it's. It looks just like him. Everything about the figure is just stuff you've never seen before. Yeah, Magic really outdid himself on the design mm-hmm. of this, for for sure. And I, and I mean, you can go back to Jeremy on Twitter going like, hey, how do we make this happen? Figure it out. We need to figure this out. And, they're, and they did. And they're not cloth good pants, right? They're like, they're like, uh... No, they're like rubber. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. And then Darby just looks fantastic. Yeah, that's see now that's the one so far, the one where I think the chase is the the for like without a doubt the more attractive of the two versions. So like all the other oh, ones, just the body paint. Yeah. So like all the other ones, like all the other chases are cool. So like the the he doesn't he doesn't have he doesn't always do that though. I know. It's like Finn Balor, he doesn't always do that. Um, so the regular one is like regular everyday Darby. Yeah. And he comes with the skateboard, which is awesome. And the skateboard works too, which is sweet. Yeah. It's like a regular little, uh, fingerboard. Yeah. Like a tech deck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very impressed with what you had sent me. I, I can't wait until we can actually be in person so that I can see those. Yeah. It, and it's something where I, I, you know, I have no, no reason to doubt that they're going to get, you know, improve these or continue to improve these as time goes on. Are there still like, you know, points of improvement that can be made? Sure. But that's just going to be the case anyway. Uh, but I mean, that's any figure, right? That's it, like literally pick your favorite figure. My my favorite figure from from uh, 2020, the Storm Collectible uh, Injustice Bane. I went on to to wax poetically about how i thought it was a perfect figure but if i mean if i look at it there are things about it i would you know potentially change and improve for sure i mean it's an action figure there's always going to be something and whether it's limited by a you know something artistic or limited by something manufacturing or available materials or cost prohibitive what you know whatever it is you know yeah we could sit here all day and you know talk about how we can make a figure better but you know, we could talk about how, like, you know, I got DC Multiverse Harley Quinn and she's tall um, or like, you know, Red Hood and Nightwing and Nightwing's got the weird, you know, people are calling it a diaper. Like it's. There's always going to be something if you want to just sit there and really kind of. Dive deep into something, you'll find anything, um, but for the most part, the output is is fantastic. Yeah. With, without a doubt. All right, I'm going to hear a couple things that I picked up 
uh, that I have been, I have not been able to put them down, actually. Uh, I'm, I'm having so much fun with them. Uh, you mentioned one of them already. You mentioned, uh, you mentioned Red Hood, that Red Hood and, and Nightwing two-pack. Um, I got it for Red Hood. That was the figure that I really wanted. But I'm actually, and and it is like it's a, it's it's a marvel of a figure. It is a um, it is as uh, as as Paul Hollywood would say, it, it is a triumph of action figures. It's wonderful. From yeah, it's 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 an early nominee too. The like, the paint on the helmet, the you know, it's it's reflective. You know, I had it in the light box. I was taking pictures, and it's just it's amazing. It, it poses so easily. The articulation's great. You know, he just kind of has that. He exudes his badassery. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a wonderful figure. But the Nightwing in that in that two pack is no slouch either. It's it's a straight repaint of the the build a Batmobile Nightwing that came out um, early last year. But uh, they improved a couple of things. So they gave his hair some really nice like blue detailing to it, which really makes kind of like that black hair shimmer and pop. Um, and they also, aside from the red repaint of his costume. Um, they just kind of did the skin tone a little bit better. They did the shading a little bit better. The, the ov- overall, it is a much better painted figure than the first release. So, you know, uh, kudos to them for taking, you know, a, a figure that has its flaws and really doing the best they can with it, you know, in terms of a, a repaint. It's it's definitely the one that is on display, you know, over, over the classic blue outfit. Um... Another figure that I got that I was super impressed with, and is actually, I, I talked about this on our Instagram, but I bought my first modern wrestling figure. Um, I picked up the Top Picks uh, Fiend, uh, Bray Wyatt the Fiend, uh, WWE Elite. Um, I wanted to have a, a wrestling figure on hand for scale comparison and, you know, for, for toy photography and everything, because I don't have access to yours uh when i'm when i'm doing reviews and everything but i have been watching wrestling i've been getting back into it and the fiend is is definitely my favorite thing in the wwe at the moment um so it made sense you know i wasn't just getting him to get him i actually do enjoy the character and i'm really impressed with with wwe elites um it's really my first mattel figure actually now that i'm thinking about it in a in a long time um as well and it's just great uh the center of balance on it it feels nice the detail the deco uh the articulation yeah he doesn't have the double jointed elbows but you know you can still get him into all of the poses including like the unique way he pins people you know the the, none of the elites do though so yeah um which i came to realize right that's the uh they they do the double jointed elbows in the ultimates right Mm -hmm. yeah but overall, fantastic figure. Absolutely love it. Um, have not been able to put it down. I just keep taking pictures of it. And um, much like another figure, uh, Meowsels, the the Fortnite Jazzwares Fortnite Legendary Series Meowsels. That, um, if you recall, if you are a longtime listener of the podcast, uh, we had Mike DeCamp from Jazzwares on, who uh, is responsible for the uh, the Fortnite figures and. Um, I may have pestered him to try to pull out of him whether or not Meowsles was coming, and he was uh, he was steadfastly uh, stoning, stonewalling me. But um, lo and behold, just about a year later, I have my six-inch Legendary Series Meowsles, and he is perfect. He is he, one could one could say, Dave, that he's per 
perfect. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love this figure. I am starting to get a little bit fatigued with the throwback to the Toy Biz Marvel Legends, like the the hinged hands. Um, I'm finding that some of them come with weapons or accessories that they simply can't hold because their hands won't stay closed in order to hold them. Um, what a lot of people are doing online is they're boiling, popping the hands off and using um, spare Marvel Legends hands on them, which scale perfectly with these figures uh, in order to give them kind of like a permanently closed hand so that way they could grip onto things. Uh, I... Having seen the four-inch Fortnite figures, they do not have the hinged hands, and they can hold their accessories wonderfully, and they're articulated the same way. So, I, I'm. It makes me wonder how long that's gonna, how long that's gonna stick around for them. But it is, it, it is a really great uh, figure, um, and I absolutely love it. And then the last thing that I wanted to mention, I, I did pick up more, but I feel like this is like kind of the the piece de resistance for this episode for me. I finally got my super shredder from NECA. Um, yeah. I had ordered that back in, in August and talk about an experience, man, much, much like um, yours kind of with AEW, where the box was like from NECA, you know, where you had like kind of that jazz wears case. Um, I think that's just how ringside sent the, it. the figure was packed immaculately. Like, so, all right, so it's so it's in a box, and you open the box with a box cutter, and obviously you open carefully because you don't want to cut too deep. But NECA, you thought of that. Underneath the flaps, they actually put a small layer of cardboard. So that way, if you do slide the, the box cutter in too deep, you hit a, an additional layer of cardboard. Like, it's just like a loose piece. And then underneath that, the box, the NECA box, which is massive for Super Shredder because he's a, he's a hulk of a figure, um is in like a, a molded bubble wrap. So like think like a bubble wrap uh, envelope, but not like a shipping envelope. Like, like it is a bubble wrap envelope that it's was then inserted to and sealed inside. So, I mean, that thing, you could have Ace Ventura punted that thing down the hallway and it would have been fine. Um, they packed that figure so incredibly well. I'm so impressed. The detail on it is insane. I completely understand why it's why it was topping everybody's lists uh, last year. Everybody that had it, it is it is an insane figure that I can't believe I own. Um, along with those mutagen turtles, it's just like again, I, I and something I know I have mentioned, but uh, I didn't think in a million years I would have like a modern, super detailed super shredder, um, and and out of their shells turtles. So. Yeah, uh, it's it was it's been a good um, it's been a good uh, good toy week, toy couple weeks for me. I got one more thing I I can mention. Uh, the other day I also got the um, Marvel Lucha Libre pops. Uh, El El Muerte de Ch- Chimichanga. Uh, Chimichanga de la Muerte. Chil- Chimichanga de la Muerte. Best name ever. <laughs> um. I got the uh, the uh, seven that are out. I've also um, pre-ordered my um, collector core box based off of Marvel Lucha Libre. Um, they're cool. Um, it's going to be you know kind of really how you feel about the concept or the worlds coming together. 
Um, they are planning on having more matches in AAA where there will be characters with the Marvel themes or the Marvel license. Um, so yeah, they're, they're cool. I like them. Um, it's a, it's a fun, fun thing similar to, well, actually it's, yeah, it's a, it's a similar, um, it's fun. That's, that's really what I want to get to. (laughs) Um, I was just trying to think of what I can compare it to and there really isn't much I can. I mean, Um, it's just, it's a fun crossover. It's, it's a fun crossover that they're actually doing. Um, so it's not just something that's there. Um, or here, it's not similar to the, um, I'll say the holiday stormtroopers in the sense of they are, they're just like holiday stormtroopers. They don't exist. These are, the characters are existing right now in triple a. So, um, it is something that where. Yes, they've made these these pops for them and this this merchandise for it, um, but with reason with good reason because they're incorporating it into into AAA's, I guess stories or they're going to build stories around these characters. So, I think that that's awesome. I think it's a lot of fun, and I think it's a great crossover. Now that's something that I actually I am I am today years old. I didn't realize that they were actual wrestling personas in mm-hmm. in Lucha Libre. I that's actually makes them all the more cool. I did yeah, I didn't realize I I, I, I thought it was just a, a that's cool. Mm-hmm. And you said it's AAA, right? That's the yep. very cool. Well, I know um, I picked up a, a few more things that I had kind of uh, mentioned. I mentioned that I had picked up the Spider Verse Marvel Legends. I've, I've got I, I've, I got some some older figures, but I'm I'm gonna save I'm gonna save those for for another conversation um, because I'm itching, Dave. I'm itching to play Name That Toy. All right. It's time to play Name That Toy. <laughs> Um, so let's, catch let's up cause it's been a while. Yeah. I was going to say, so Dave, tell us how, how does name that toy work? Um, you have, it's this week you're giving the clues and I'm guessing, um, but the person giving the clues has a X number of clues, as many as they want to, to compile. Um, the person who is guessing, which is me can guess after each clue. um, if I get it right, I get a point. If I don't get it right, or if I get stumped, Eric gets a point. And if I get stumped, you, the uh, faithful listener, have a chance to win a prize. Yep. And I will tell you right now what that prize is. Um, that prize for this episode is a Star Wars Vintage Collection Yavin Ceremony Luke Skywalker. Mint on card. Um, we'll be going to you if uh, if we don't uh, if 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 I can manage to stump Dave here. And the way that we'll do it is uh, say, should we have mentioned the the prize until to to beforehand? Because or till after the fact? Yeah, why not? Why not? Now you know, now you know what uh now now people can root against you as they listen to you. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, Dave, are you are you ready to play name that toy? I am. All right, so I have five clues for you today. Only five. Dave. Only five. 
I think that's the fewest clues that have existed thus far. Yeah, I it was I was scraping to to get the amount. If if you get this, which I don't think you're going to, and I'm not being purposely obtuse here, I. <laughs> it was like the clues were either too obvious or far too too obscure and difficult, so I tried to pick the middle ground, and with that, I ended up with five. Okay, you ready? Huh? First clue coming at you. All right. The, the, well, first, I gotta start the music. Uh, these figures were produced by Kenner in 1988 and 1989. That's the clue? <laughs> okay. That's, that's the first clue. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's... One, two, three, four, five. Um, yeah, that's the first clue. Okay. I, I mean... <laughs> I, sure. I, I I promise you that's not as that's not as broad as you think. Because they there weren't there they weren't doing that many lines specifically in eighty eight and eighty nine. the 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 toy line was uh was made to promote a TV show that lasted only two seasons, totaling in sixty five episodes. So TV show, not a cartoon. Or uh. TV show cartoon. Yeah, it was a cartoon. It's an animated t- television show. Yeah, animated television show that lasted only two seasons, totaling in 65 episodes. All right, I'm, I'm just going to guess. I'm going to throw a guess out there. It's probably okay. wrong. Is it Silverhawks? No, it is not Silverhawks. Okay. Though my heart was just temporarily in my throat. Because <laughs> I was not expecting you to guess that early. All right. Well, I, I was. I mean, it's not interesting for everybody listening if I just go, "Okay, let's let's do the first two clues now." <laughs> now hit me with some actual information, please. <laughs> ones. All right. So none of the notable female. So this is important. None of the notable female characters, or in fact, any of the female characters from the source material, were made it into the toy line. So while you're thinking, I'll, I'll reread these. So these figures were produced by Kenner in 1988 and 89. They were made to pr- promote an animated television show that lasted only two seasons, totaling in 65 episodes. None of the notable, or in fact any of the female characters from the source material, ever made it into toy form. Is it Skeleton Warriors? It is not Skeleton Warriors. Okay. Now this this clue is a is a very specific clue about the toy, um, that would give you a would give you a, a a sizable hint here. Okay, this is your first like real big hint. An accessory packed with a villain from the toy line whose name was Claw would later be reused with the famous Sky Attack Joker from Kenner's Dark Knight collection. Okay, so now I at least know how big the figures are. Um, An accessory packed with a villain from the line whose name was Claw would later be reused with the famous Sky Attack Joker from Kenner's Dark Knight collection. And if you could picture... If you could picture Sky Attack Joker, he came with a very, like, really wacky accessory. All right, go one more. Okay, and this is your final clue. clue. This is your final clue. All right. Consisting of two playsets, a series of roleplay items, two vehicles, 
and technically three waves of figures. Five additional vehicles and playsets were planned, but never produced until an Argentinian company named Jaska produced one of them later on, called Copper Corner. I mean, yeah, we'll be here all day, so what is it? Okay, so I'll bleep it out? You're... you're yeah, I'm tapping. You're, yeah. you're tapping? I'll, I'll give you the point. Holy shit. <laughs> By the way, that's the first time I've cursed on this show. <laughs> right? Isn't that a good one, though? Yeah, I had those. I know you did. And can you picture what the accessory was now that came with the Joker? Wasn't it like the... Yeah, it was the handles with the helicopter. Yep, yep. All right, Dave, so you didn't get it. So that means we are now flipping this to you. Now, what we're going to do is we'll post it. We'll post the uh, the fact that the the, uh, the contest is there. And um, what we'll do is if you get the answer right, we will put your name into a drawing. And at the end of whatever time we end up uh, putting on this, we will choose somebody who got the answer right, and we'll send you out a really cool Luke Skywalker vintage collection figure. So, um, courtesy of of your your friends Dave and Eric at Adventures in Collecting. Um, yeah. So, finally got one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four to three. Um, catching up. All right. So, what what I wanted to close out with Dave today uh, was an idea that I had been kind of tossing around. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, well, let's, uh, let's let Joe bring us into it. Wouldn't it be cool if... So, yeah, so wouldn't it be cool if, Dave, um, we always talk about, you know, the things that we want, you know, we, we mentioned... You know, in our in our 2020 wrap up episode with uh, our, our Christmas episode with our buddy Toishes, we talked about your amazing idea for the the Shotzi Blackheart um, tank build a figure wave. People are always you know they're they're super talented people like um, like at Blainer Things on Instagram, who's always posting these incredible toy renderings that he comes up with, where it's like, what if Neca did did more scream figures or you know. Uh, there's there's tons of talent out there that's constantly imagining how the toy world can grow but what i thought would be fun is if we each just kind of pick one and kind of go into what we would love a toy company to put out uh you know whether it's a box set a wave a specific figure um so i'm gonna i'm gonna go first because i've been really thinking about this for a long time um one of my favorite things that marvel legends has ever done was the San Diego Comic-Con box set for the Defenders that had uh, Colleen Wing, Danny Rand, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Daredevil in it. So you had five figures, right? Well, what if they did one for a Comic-Con? Wouldn't it be cool if for a Comic-Con or, you know, some other kind of limited release, they put out one, Dave, that had six figures. And it was an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. box set that had Agent Coulson, Daisy, May, Mac, Fitz, and Simmons, and gave us our our six Agents of Shield figures uh, in a, in a cool box. You know, we we've, we've gotten Coulson already. Um, 
from a, an old Toys R Us Avengers, the first Avengers film box set with uh, Colson Hill and um, and Nick. But uh, I the the Agents of Shield cast like it was such a good show. It was on for such a long time. We never got a single figure from that show, and for me, that is like a huge bummer. Yeah, they only got pops. Yeah. And didn't they even get a ride with the Pops? Didn't they make a fill in the car? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it was an early ride. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, that show was so unique because it was really the first kind of thing where the TV show was, and, and I don't care what anyone says, that show is part of the MCU. I mean, like Phil's in the movies and Sif, Sif is, in the, is, is in the TV show and you know sam jackson was in the tv show so i mean it's i think there i think honestly like it would have been really cool to get a wave of them with like a build a figure or you know one of those like mixed media waves where they have you know comic book shield characters mixed in with them but ultimately i think now that the series is done um you know i think they have to be working on a uh ming na wen head sculpt for the black series anyway you know uh, if they don't have her face scan already because fennec is not only going to just be in uh the mandalorian but then the book of boba fett and she's also going to be in the bad batch animated series so i mean it's it just it to me it's a no-brainer to get some agents of shield figures out you know make it a limited thing make it a a hasbro pulse exclusive or make it a a comic-con exclusive but that would be my ideal wouldn't it be cool if that's a good one. What do you What do you have, Dave? Um, well, I gave my big one for the for the tank. Um, I guess for me, what I would probably want the most, I would say, like if we're gonna do DC multiverse movies, like we there's you know, um, Stephen Amell Arrow. Um, there's of course the two Wonder Woman figures. And then that's really all we've got for movies. Like, I want to see. You know, we were supposed to get the Birds of Prey Harley. Um, that did wound up not happening. Um, but like. You know, there's such a wealth of characters. That have been in movies. And I'm saying, like, go back, go back to. You know, if you can, Adam West and Bird, Bert Ward. Um, if you can, you know, a Michael Keaton Batman, um, you know, like you just got that, um, that penguin, that Mattel penguin, give me like a Danny Vito penguin, you know, something like along those lines. Um, just because I feel like that's that aside from like non Batman has been very underrepresented in the figure line. So I guess like a wave of. See, I, I wouldn't even want a wave. I just want a few of them sprinkled in. Yeah, I mean, it, there there are a couple figures that have not been on shelves in a while that I think would sell really well. But but I think ultimately the the thing that everybody would love McFarlane to crack the code on would or like be Phantasm. Like do Phantasm. That would be fantastic. But I, I was gonna say the the crack the crack the code on on Joker. I mean, there hasn't been there hasn't been a a jack nicholson joker due due to you know likeness um you know control over his 
his uh his likeness well, there hasn't been a jack you're gonna do heath ledger like do something from a movie and i think people would love as uh, you know as much as, as it's kind of a divisive movie i think people would love a joaquin phoenix joker there are people that would want it sure um but yeah i mean like i'm i'm saying go back further like what, what about if they did something where it was like you know christopher reeve superman something along yeah I, I that's what i was gonna say like they're starting to get into these kind of like box sets right where they have two figures in a pack like what if they did like christopher like reeve, gene hackman like that would rule <laughs> well, i mean that would that would be awesome but i was gonna say what if they did like like a superman through the years pack right and they had like christopher reeve and brandon routh and henry cavill that would be fun or like Keaton and um uh with that new movie coming out you could have you could do Pattinson. uh Keaton Pattinson and Christian Bale. Right? Like I think I think those types of things like those I don't want to say like set pieces, but those types of collections they're they have this kind of commemorative nature to them that I think makes them really hot commodities. I just know at that point you're dealing with like mega star licenses and you know people are are you know to to their you know to their right are uh protective of their likenesses in a lot of cases so i know i know michael keaton's that way the marvel legends uh vulture figure doesn't have a removable helmet because of likeness uh control there hasn't been a jack nicholson um joker figure since that kenner uh uh, Sky Attack Batman. That's the the only like action figure that has actually had somewhat of a of a Jack Nicholson likeness outside of like Hot Toys and Sideshow Collectibles and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I'm with you. I would love to see them do more movie stuff. And they proved with the Dune figures that came out recently that they can handle um, you know, handle celebrity likenesses pretty well. Even like the Keanu. Yeah, that's oh, right. God. Yeah, the. Cyberpunk. Yeah, that that looks great. Looks it looks like Keanu Reeves. So I mean, yeah, I I I agree with you. Or the Wonder I, Woman figures, or the Stephen Amell, or you know, like they're mm-hmm. yeah, they've, they're they've proven it that they can that they can handle it. I think. Um, speaking of movies, Dave, I I'm gonna so we get, we had a bunch here. I'm just gonna pick one. Um, to to wrap it up with here, uh, so. One of our, our followers, longtime listener at the Berg five eleven on Instagram, um, suggested how cool it wouldn't it be cool if NECA made Wes Anderson movie figures. Um mm. starting with the Life Aquatic would be the, the first movie he would want them to start with. And I think that's I think that'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. I think they would absolutely crush it. Um I think some of them would have to be the eight inch like clothed figures and not the ultimate ones. Like I picture like the the life aquatic figures with the little, you know, red skull caps and everything. But I I love that idea. I think NECA is the type of company that pays attention to the kind of more um strange and absurd forms of storytelling and characters and they could definitely handle uh handle something like the the Wes Anderson films. I mean they have Golden yeah, Girls I- figures. <laughs> yeah yeah i think they they that would be fun 
I think they could definitely pull it off. If if you were going to have them start with a Wes Anderson film, what what would be the one that you would start with? Uh, Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a good one. I don't know why, but I would like to see Fantastic Mr. Fox figures. And I know that that completely goes into like a different category because <laughs> animated, but um, I think NECA would do do well with those too. Frankly, yeah, I mean, they, I mean... The, their Coraline ones were nice. Uh-huh. So, yeah, but uh, so so Sean at at the Berg, uh, five eleven, our buddy all the way from Qatar. Uh, thank you for suggesting that. Um, and thank you for, for all of your support. So, uh, guys, let us know what you think about this, uh, this, this little category, this little fun, um, bit. And if you want to hear more from it, I mean, we have more suggestions, so we could definitely revisit this at some point, but, um, you know, I I think part of the fun of being in kind of the toy community is, is kind of the the speculation and the brainstorming and stuff because because we know if 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 nothing else we know that um that toy makers follow stuff on social media they listen to podcasts and and youtubers and you know they they definitely consider those ideas so you know be vocal about it and you know we'll do what we can to help share your ideas but sean thank you for that that was wonderful with that dave i think we're gonna wrap it up okay Make sure you are following us uh, on social media at AIC underscore podcast. We're on Instagram and Twitter. And if you, if, if you like what you hear on the podcast, if you, if you, like, uh, if you like our little show here, do, do us a huge favor and leave us a, um, leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to podcasts, especially if you're doing it on Apple Podcasts. Um, we read the reviews. We we like your feedback, and if you leave us a fun review with a with a rating, and uh, we'll maybe we'll read it on the show. Especially if you include a little, well, tell us what your favorite toy is or what you what you like to collect, and we'll we'll give you a little shout out. Bye, everyone. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both in our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.